Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. So one of the things that we talk about every week, we are advocates for small business. We're advocates uh, that we really want to provide a voice for businesses out there in North Georgia and learn more about the people behind them. And I can't think of a better guest to talk about this, Dr. Bill Lampton, than Stephanie Sakinas. Uh, we've had her on the show before, and for those who are new to Stephanie, she's the founder and owner of Small Biz Ally and is an accredited small business consultant, certified grant writer, and a small business strategist. Now, she's always out there educating and helping small businesses, so I couldn't wait to have her on North Georgia Business Radio X. Well, small biz is her name, and that's what she's about. And really, both that's what you and I are about. I mean, we, we want to know more about how to promote small businesses ourselves. That's our bailiwick as well. Well, we've teased enough. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love being with you guys. Appreciate well, it. Well, out of all the things in the world, why small business? Why is this your passion? Because you're out there doing it. I mean, I'm looking. It seems like every week I'm looking. I'm like, oh, Stephanie's out there teaching this class. Stephanie's out there helping this group. So, so why small business? Well, you know, I guess it was somewhere around probably 30 years ago. I, I had my own business, and it was. It's really one of those tales of, if I knew then what I know now, scenarios. Mm. I think things would have been a lot different. And the more I learned about what was out there for small businesses to help them, entrepreneurs to help them, the more I wanted to make sure other people were aware of that. And the more you talk to people, the more you realize that they just don't realize it. So that was it. That was a message I wanted to get out to small businesses was, I know you're overwhelmed. We all are. You're not alone. But there's people and there's places out there to help you with that. What would be some of the primary services that you offer? In other words, what problems do you help them solve? First and foremost, what I, what I love to say is we like to make people, we like to take the overwhelming feeling away from them. No matter who I start a conversation with, they always feel like they're the only ones that don't know how to do something when it comes to running a business. Or they've got too much to do. Right. Not enough time in the day, not enough hours in the day. They feel like they're under, undereducated. They feel like they maybe they shouldn't be starting a business or running a business. And it's just not the case. They are so not alone. Um, so we take everybody individually, see where they're at, see what they need, and then direct them into the right area of where they can get more help for that. No two are alike. Everything's customized. I love that. There's not a cookie cutter approach, right? Well, that's what I love. And, and I've seen what you've been doing with the business. And I really see you as a connector, right? It's, I think you're right. That overwhelm running a business is hard. Surviving the statistics aren't in your favor, right? right? right. But what I've been impressed with here in North Georgia, Stephanie, is there, there are a lot of resources, but I also see sometimes we don't know what resources are available for us as business owners. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the main problems is people depend very heavily on the power of Google. Right. And they literally will Google themselves to their blue in the finger. And then when they <laughs> finally get where they think they should be, they're still not 100% sure if the person that they're working with is credible, if they're going to get what they need, if they're going to overpay for it, if they should be paying for it. So it's really, it's important that they know when they make a call and they sit down and they spend that time, that the end of the road is going to be the right solution for them. And I think that was a, a key piece that, that you just kind of hinted at there is 
are you spending money on the right things, right? And, and that might even be something we could discuss a little bit. Are there, if we had to, and I know there's no cookie cutter approaches, but is there, are there two or three things that as a business that, hey, here's from a priority perspective, these one, two, three things need to be the foundation. Because why I bring that up is I've seen people, and I know I'm not the only one here, spend tens of thousands of dollars on marketing or something that wasn't measured by something that actually produced revenue. And then they wondered why they didn't make it. Right. So, so are, do you have any tips like that? It's like, I'm out there, I'm starting my business. I've got all these things I could do. And a lot of people are marketing, marketing to me as a business owner, but what maybe be some foundational things that, Hey, these are the bottom lines we need to really pay attention to first. There's, there's a few of them. Okay. I mean, one, one thing I always tell people is there is money well spent, mm-hmm. right? When you start a business, getting a CPA, getting a good attorney, those are, that's money well spent. Um, the first thing people tend to do is spend money on marketing, mm. which is a necessary evil. But one of the biggest lessons to learn is don't spend money without a strategy. Know what you're doing, why you're doing it, more importantly, before you pick a roadmap to get there. So have a strategy, then figure out what you need to do to accomplish that, that goal that you need, want to reach, and then determine how to get there and who to spend money with. So have a strategy behind everything you do. Have the right team, right team, right, right team, right strategy. And I like that because I've seen that too. Uh, Say say the marketing I paid all that tens of thousands of dollars for is successful. But if I never got to where I could close a a service or a client without all the marketing, it's not really, it might be a waste of money anyway. Right, exactly. And I'll ask people that and I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll come out and I'll I'll be a very good straight, straight shooter with them. I'll say... Okay, you spent $5,000 on ads on Facebook. Mm. What were you trying to accomplish? Who are you trying to reach? And if they say, I don't know, I just want to get it out there, that's not money well spent. Right. 92, Take a step back. Yeah, 92 likes isn't going to pay the bills. Right. Exactly. One of the things that um, I think is important, and I've heard this from people who've been my coach before, and that is... Don't say you can do everything. That's that's one of the first ways uh, that you'll fail in business. Uh, what do you do? Oh, I, I can just do anything you need. No, we know that you can't. Nobody can. So having a, a specified focus, having, and, and I know people sometimes don't like to go to this problem, uh, this trouble, but having a mission statement or telling people a one, two, three, we like that keep it simple. But being able to define what you do when somebody asks you, and it doesn't have to be any fancy elevator speech, it's what you can do that helps them, right? Right. Absolutely. And you and I have talked about this in the past, too. It's right back to the elevator speech. Like you said, it's, you know, don't don't talk so much about selling, selling, selling. It's more about how can I solve a problem for someone? And I think one of the best lessons I ever learned, and it was some entrepreneurship show that I had I'd watched or listened to, and the gentleman who was self-made, self-made, wonderful, wonderful man said, you know, before you go out and develop a product and then you'll try to try to find a market, why don't you go out and see if there's a market and then develop a product for that market? It was basic brilliance. I mean, that's right. really what it comes down to. It's too to. simple when you break it down like that. Absolutely. Well, it was just this week, in fact, I was listening to an on-air interview, and the person who was interviewed, being interviewed was very, very successful. And he made the, the same point, and he said, here's one way that you can find out whether or not what you're doing 
is meeting someone's need, he said, go to Amazon, type in that topic, see if there are a lot of books on that topic. If there are a lot of books on that topic, it means there are plenty of people who need this. I thought that was a good suggestion. Simple, mm-hmm. right? A simple yes. thing to check. I use the, the interesting analogy of stand on a corner. If I can throw a rock and hit 11 people that do what you do, why am I going to choose you to buy from the, other than the other 10 right. people? You know, you have to be a little different. You know, something has to come up. You know, you might be great at what you do, but you need to be able to articulate that to people. I want to talk more about that specifically, but we're talking here to Stephanie Sakinas with Small Biz Ally. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X, the home, the voice of local business here in North Georgia. And what I want to to tack onto that is this idea, it's been a popular notion, this idea of a story brand, right, is, is how can I craft and create the story that that consumer easily understands and kind of digest. And the reason I bring this up, Stephanie, you'll appreciate this after 20 years in business, I've had to go through this process this year because as I built a team, I needed other people to be able to tell my story that wasn't me. So we really had to do a lot of work to get that, that branding story, right? So now the website tells it. Now these other people can tell it. So we can actually not, we're not capped by my capacity anymore. Right. And consistent, right? Everything, the messaging is Congruent, consistent. right? Consistent. Absolutely. So important. And that's the other piece, too, that's, that's shifted is I think early on in a business, sometimes, Bill, you hinted at this, it's really easy because I need some revenue. I need to get going. That I'm a generalist. I'm going to help everybody. But, but that niching, there's really something to that phrase, there's riches and niches, when you're very clear and you're speaking to that ideal client. And it's hard, and I'm guilty of that. I mean, I'll say I can do anything that's, you know, I can help a small business in any area they need help in. What I'm, what I'm not clear about is that really I have such an incredible arsenal of people and network of people that I work with and collaborate with that if it's not something we can do in-house, I can definitely make sure that they get into the right hands of people who are going to help them and care about an outcome for them. So if you're a small business and you need anything, if you're stuck, I'd like you to be me to be the first stop for them so right. I can be, be a resource and a hub for them. But it's very crystal clear. It's small businesses. I mean, that it's very defined. Now, we're talking to Stephanie Sakinas with Small Biz Ally. When we come back from the break, I want to dive into Stephanie. Bill, Stephanie's a wealth of education and information. So we're going to do some topics. And the question I have, Stephanie, when we come back is, is it, you know, we're in this 2020 crazy world. Things are different. Things are virtual. Is it a good time to start a business? So we'll talk about that. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton. We're talking small business right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. Here we are, North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson, my radio sidekick, and Bill Lampton. Happy to have you with us. Stephanie Sakinis is talking with us today. Stephanie, in your working with small business clients, what are some of the tips that you give them about social media? Generally, and we work with some great people who handle social media management as well, but generally what we usually tell people is consistency is key. So don't go onto your business page on Facebook and post seven days a week and then stop and not post for two months. Be consistent. If you can only do it once a week, do it once a week, but do it once a week consistently. So don't take on and be overwhelmed by what you're doing. Work with schedulers, with different software that's free out there that you can use and sit down on Sunday night and get your posts ready. Don't try to rewrite the world. 
repurposed content that, that's out there. Um, I just did a workshop for SCORE last week, and one of the tools that we talked about was putting in an alert for particular industry-related articles where they push back to you. So you can hold them, share them on social media. You can definitely comment on them. You don't have to rewrite everything. You don't have to be a novelist <laughs> to, to, to actually post on social media, but consistency. And then I would imagine you have some topics you tell them not to get into. <laughs> the usual. Right. <laughs> Stay away from religion. <laughs> politics. Stay away from politics. Don't, don't commingle your personal and business account. Keep it separate. No one needs to know that you were in Vegas with the guys last weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep it separate. You know, we're everybody... glad your cat is healthy, but we didn't need to <laughs> right. know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Though puppy pictures do get some pretty good traction on social media. But no, absolutely. Try to keep it try to keep it separate. And and don't make it all salesy. Right. Don't make it all business. You want to engage people. That's the key. You know, it's in, in my opinion, it's um I would say that um you're better off with you know, quality over quantity. You want quality followers that are going to engage with you. I'd rather you have a thousand people who are working with you than ten thousand who aren't. Don't buy likes. Right. Well, and one of the one of the mistakes you and I and Bo see is you get an invitation to connect with somebody on LinkedIn, and they look uh, they look like a a good professional that you would like to ally with and maybe learn something from and so you accept and within 24 hours you've got a pitch from them and my my take on that is and I've put this on the social media before if when I connect with you you pitch me you strike out I like that (laughs) yeah it's a it's kind of what's really bad though and this this is this is where it's like it's it's not the bar's pretty low to stand out is when when you see the same exact message like somebody's got a template yes and they're all copy and they say hey I, I saw your profile and it made you know it's exactly hope you're doing well is often the introduction it's happening a lot more lately isn't yes. it yes a lot more lately <laughs> yes people well let's let's talk about that specifically we're we're in a unique time this year um business as as we knew it prior to march for a lot of businesses anyway, it's changed significantly. I know mine has. My primary um, revenue source or lead source was educational events, like we're talking about. In person. In person, at, at live venues. And, uh, of course, we've had to try to pivot and do some things with webinars. Uh, so so let's talk about that. Is this a good time right now to start a business? Is there opportunity still, Stephanie? Well, everybody can find opportunity, even in tragedy, right? right. I mean, there's, you, you have to... Leverage a situation and, and make your make your business pivot and do things now that it's gonna that's gonna help your business. But I have no shortage of people starting businesses right now, and honestly, the rules are the same. You know, you have to do your homework. Whether we're working through COVID, we're working after COVID, or we're working before COVID, it's do your homework. You know, the the man who is has twenty years in corporate IT that wants to open a restaurant should be following the same rules now that he should have followed a year ago. Do your homework. You know, get your education on starting a business. Make sure it's the right fit for you. And again, we can you know, go right back to there's no shortage of resources out there to do that. Um, you've got an incredible SBDC center right here in Gainesville that offers courses. You've got a SCORE chapter that I'm part of, North Metro Atlanta chapter. You've got the Greater Hall Chamber down the street right. <laughs> that is phenomenal with workshops and small business assistance. Jump into one of these courses. 
and get to know what it's going to take for you to operate that business. No matter how smart you are, it might not be the right fit for you. Now, how do we go about that, Stephanie? So say, yeah, I want to make a transition and we're, we're talking about, hey, let's have a plan. Let's have a strategy. What are those steps? Obviously, I can call you and I know you're going to walk me through that process, but are there two or, is, are there two or three steps? So, hey, we start here, we do this, we need to do this to see if it's a right fit, to see if this is even a good idea. Or, or maybe even we tell you, you know what, you probably should work another year and continue to develop this concept. There is. I mean, the, the ideal situation for anybody is don't quit your day job, right? <laughs> right? Try to do a side hustle, see how it works while you're not mortgaging your home and you're upsetting your family finances. Everyone's different in this regard, though. I mean, if you have a family and a mortgage and bills to pay, and you need to be careful with what you're willing to risk for that. Uh, I always look at people's personal strengths and weaknesses. You know, I have quizzes and questionnaires and all different ways for you to evaluate if this is a good fit for you. Some people think that there's glory in having a small business. There's not. And, you know, you're going to lose money right. the first year at least. I mean, unless you're, you've got this incredible product that is absolutely hot for the market, you have to count on not making money the first year. So you need a good nest egg. Well, you talk about it being tough reminds me of a statement that I've appreciated so many times. Kimmon Wilson was the founder of Holiday Inn, and he made the statement, when you start your own business, you only have to work half day. And people said, gosh, that sounds great. He said, yes, doesn't matter where it's, whether it's the first 12 hours or the last 12 hours. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's what the half day will be when you start your business. And you better love it, too. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to understand also that if you're opening a business because you make a great cupcake, you're only going to be spending about 10% of your time baking cupcakes when you have your own business. You're going to have to be an accountant and an attorney and an HR professional. There's a lot of hats you're going to be wearing. And some people don't want any part of that. So some truth really helps. Well, I think one of your great services to your clients, I can tell already, is giving them a, to a dose of reality. Because there are people who start a business and they've read about success stories where there are people who start a business and at the end of the first year they've made a half million dollars and they say that sounds pretty good right. but you've been bold enough to say you you might very well lose business uh, lose money your first year you might your second year it's it's no such thing in most cases as instant income and instant solvency absolutely i mean you have to you're not going to turn the key in a door and People are going to come flocking. It doesn't happen that way. And in 90% of the cases, I'm not saying there aren't the rare occasions where it does happen, but people just don't understand sometimes. And a lot of calls I'll get are, I don't understand. You know, I'm in a great place. I'm in a great location and nobody's coming. Right. Like, well, do you have a sign on the door? What are you doing for marketing? I'm like, well, not, you know, I hear not much, not much. I have a Facebook page. I look at the website. There's grammatical mistakes. And, you know, it's, there's so many little checks and check boxes that you have to check that you can do very simply and affordably that will change the direction of your business. Well, I think that's the key, Stephanie, is let's find that checklist by somebody that's done it. Because if not, you could try to learn it by trial and error and, and look, good luck surviving that, right? So let's talk about that. Uh, just a few more. I, I have a great idea. I want to start a business. How do I start to flesh that out and hash this out? I would love to talk about that a little bit when we come back. We're talking to Stephanie Zakinas with Small Biz Ally. I'm here with Dr. Bill Lepnambo Henderson. You're listening 
to North Georgia Business Radio X. We'll be right back with all that and more. We are back on North Georgia Business Radio X, the voice of small business right here in North Georgia, where we learn about the businesses in our community and the fascinating people that run them. And today we're talking to Stephanie Sakinas with Small Biz Ally. And Stephanie, that we kind of went to the break with this idea of what if, you know, I might be working a corporate job um, and I, I might be retiring, I might be laid off, I might be just ready to call it a day and I've got an idea for a job we've already kind of established let's maybe not just jump too fast but where do I start to maybe explore that or hash that out a little further first of all I mean the people that call with that are the best people in the world because they're the ones that realize they need to learn a little bit no matter how good they are at what they're doing now they need to learn about what they're about to do so I love those phone calls Um, I also mentored with SCORE worked through through a lot of this with, with people like that as well but this actually caused us to develop an actual course, which is Develop My Small Biz. And it was, you know, people focus a lot on starting, but there's so many steps that you need to take before you start that business. And a lot of it is kind of looking into yourself. And a lot of it is about personal assessment, looking at your strengths and weaknesses, really understanding if you can test the concept of what you're about to do mm-hmm. to make sure that there is a market for it out there. Before you go and invest all this money and time, Make sure that there's someone out there that wants to buy what you're about to sell. Right. Very important. So it really makes you look at everything. A lot of checks, a lot of boxes, a lot of, a lot of checks and balances looking at how you'd price it and what kind of startup capital do you have and what opportunities do you have to get startup capital. A lot of people are fooled by funding that's out there. That's not out there. <laughs> it's just not. You have to have some skin in the game before someone's going to lend you some money. So uh, the Develop My Small Biz course that we created was really in response to that, to coach people through that stage of business. Because to me, it is a stage. You know, then we go to start my small biz when you're ready. Right. And then when you start laying this money out, you're doing it with this peace of mind to know that what you're about to spend money on is a good idea. So we got your place to start. Then where, then where do we go from there? Then we, then we look at starting. I mean, then we really develop a good business identity. We think about your business name. I mean, people will, will come up with a name, and that, that's hard to spell. And, hard to, right. and they're, they're all great reasons, and I'm not looking to pop <laughs> anyone's bubble, but maybe the domain's not available, so they abbreviate things so that they can have the name. Sense. And again, we're, we're, my, my focus is always consistency. You know, I've seen people go and have business cards printed up and not even check on the Secretary of State's website to see if the business name is available. There are... There's a certain order to things that is going to make your life easier down the road. So we start working through that. We start working through an operating budget. Even if you're working out of your basement, you're going to have revenue. You're going to have expenses. There's different things you need to look for. What does it cost? Do you need a printer? Do you need a computer? You know, are you going to need staff at some point? And if people don't have the stomach for it, you start losing them about this point. Right. <laughs> you know, if they if they say, you know what? I didn't realize. I look at that as saving someone probably their home. And they go back to the, the world that they were from, and they're okay with that. They do it with peace of mind, knowing it was the it. right choice. Right. I think one of the most important factors in starting a business, 
what you don't know. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. m- many of us start a business. Well, I know this and this and this, but if there's so much you don't know, don't be ashamed to recognize that, and then go to the people who can help you. I think in my own case, I found a technology expert. I also found a marketing expert, a different person. I still rely on both of them. And these people, marketing expert and technology expert, they have developed and advanced, and they have been pioneers in what they do. So I get the benefit not of just what they did know, but of what they continue to know. What's that old saying? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. Absolutely. I mean, we all do it. I I can't tell you how many webinars I've jumped into in the last few months because they're available, they're free, they're plentiful. There's no shortage of them out What can be better? Absolutely. And if you think you know that all there is to know about a subject, you're wrong. I mean, things change constantly. So to stay in there and stay up to date and really stay in the know of things, it just makes you feel more confident when you go out and do something or spend money on a particular thing for your business. Well, and if you're not doing that homework, your competitors are. Absolutely. Well, I want to talk about information. So we're talking about, I I like the idea, we talked about it earlier. We talked about, in my business, I talk about raising your retirement IQ, seeking out information, education, so that you have the ability to make good decisions as opposed to just trusting somebody or hoping the government's going to tell you they, that you could get more money, you know. So this is the same thing. Let's, let's, we can do things to raise our business IQ. So that's one thing, and I think that's the, um, the valuable side of it. But I also think if we're, not too, if we're not careful, especially right now, there's so much information. I've seen a lot of business owners stall actually doing the activities that they need to be doing because I've got so many things that that I'm paying attention to as opposed to going out and taking the steps to to build my business. So it's kind of the, there's a little, there's a sweet spot in there, right? Education and probably what's implementation. And you have to make that time. I mean, you have to take your 40 hours a week and you have to make that time. You have to promise yourself and commit to yourself that you're going to spend X amount of hours a week on just that, on learning something new on further educating yourself, on finding a better way, on finding an easier way to do something, to automate processes. Because if you do that, it'll be worth your time. You know, But you have to commit to yourself that you're going to spend. I mean, I commit to five hours a week for mm-hmm. education to be able to develop more of my skills to help small businesses. And I'll hit that five hours, maybe more, depending on what's happening. And everyone should be doing that, no matter what business they're in. Well, and that, that protects you from being, you know, you've, we've all seen it. It's sad. Somebody that they do, they do things like they successfully did them 20 years ago, and you eventually kind of slip, right? If you're not, it's like Bill. He's Bill's taught me technology, um, like videos and things. He's, com- he's consistently embracing technology and things, growing. And, and growing in what we do, um, yeah, it keeps us from kind of slipping. Because I think it's right. It might be a little harsh saying, but if you're not growing, the saying is you're literally dying, right? Or you're slipping in a business context. I remember in my management days, I referred to someone in our organization with a, to a fellow colleague. And I said, you know, he has 20 years experience. And my colleague said, no, he doesn't. I said, well, hasn't he been here 20 years? He said, yes, but he's got one year of experience, and he just repeated it 20 times. (laughs) I like that. So he just kind of stopped. Unfortunately, I think that happens sometimes. Uh, Well, Stephanie, so so we get there, and and somebody's gone through the foundation course you're, you're putting together. Now, 
what I'm seeing, and tell me if I'm right, it sounds like you literally help people put together a blueprint, customized blueprint for on uh, this. I could I could be working with you on my business for 20 years, literally. Okay, so so it is yep. very customized, step by step. Partner. Because the people we work with, the ones that are at that stage that are really excited and ready to go and really have that best chance of success are still laying in bed at night with all these ideas rolling around in their head and no plan to implement and execute on anything. So we work with them on action plans and we step by step, this week, this is what you're going to accomplish. And, and sometimes it almost looks juvenile, but it, you, it's so important to give people a roadmap because it's so easy, especially in the world of the internet, where you can be on there that you'll click yourself into oblivion and all of a sudden you'll forget what you're even on there for. So there's actual action items that they have to check through to move forward. And, and people have found such success with that process. Well, and I love that, just that idea of, hey, I'm focused on my action items right now, but I also know Stephanie's got my back for what's coming up next, right? It, it, it gives you that, thir- sometimes that third party being involved brings up uh, to me the word accountability you've got somebody that you're accountable to and you have to report to and you have to give a progress report absolutely because it's not the lack of ideas with an entrepreneur the ideas are plentiful it's taking them and executing on them that that they're missing right well let's do this so we're going to need to go to our break when we come back what i'd love to do I think we've all, and it's and it's from experience. I feel the I feel the heart and love here. We've all we've all expressed. We know business is hard, but let, when we come back, let's let's hit on some of the benefits and some of the 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 great things about being a business owner. And then I'd love to spend some time, Stephanie, learning about what you have coming up, what kind of events you have coming up, and how people can plug in with you. Yeah, we've already talked about the blood, sweat, and tears. That's right. So now we're gonna this last segment. We're gonna get to the good stuff. It'll be worth the wait. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton. You're listening to Stephanie Sakinas with Small Biz Ally. We'll be right back on North Georgia Business Radio X. With us, North Georgia Business Radio X, Bill Lampton, co-hosting with my longtime radio sidekick, Bo Henderson, bringing you guests who can help us with our business. And today we're very privileged to talk with Stephanie Sakinis of Small Biz Ally. Stephanie, we've talked about some of the tough times, as we've said, some of the struggles, how many people fail. Uh, what uh, the demands are on us, the sleepless nights, the worries, the financial concerns. Hey, we're supposed to be turning around this segment, Bill. <laughs> That's right. Well, I gave that preface for that reason, okay? But there are many advantages when you do succeed. Let's talk about those. I, I often say, and I'll just kick this se- section off this way. People ask me sometimes, what do you like most about being an, an entrepreneur? I said, well, I shave my supervisor every morning. <laughs> I don't even know what to yeah, say. <laughs> I, that's the first time I've seen Stephanie. All the times I've seen her, I've never seen her speechless until you said that one. That I know if good. I was blushing at the same that's time. That's right. That's <laughs> like, that, that, yeah, that was, that was good. Okay, But Bill. it is the, is the quest for independence that brings a lot of people to start their own business. And that's one of the happy parts. Yep. 
Now, what do you think, Stephanie? What are some of the, the benefits, the pluses um, that you see? And, and I know, well, I'm sure what's gratifying about your work is you do see some of those people hit the success stories. So, so let's just talk about what you see as some of the, the, the wins. Yeah, and there's, a, there's that overlap, right? So, so as, as an entrepreneur myself, those are my wins, right? Those right. are my great days. When I see that, that light bulb go off or I see someone looking at a logo and a business card and a website and is excited that they've got this great look and, you know, that they've, they figured out the money and they did their homework and they know what they're doing. That's just a, you, you can't beat that. You can't beat someone helping someone walk through a dream of theirs and make it a reality. That is just a good day. So for me, that's, that's what it's about. Right. I mean, it is, it is a, a win. I mean, if you can wake up and do what you love doing and help people achieve their dream or save their homes, you know, in the same day, it, it's just a great opportunity to do that. Um, with what I see in clients and people I work with and have worked with for years, it's just a it's a feeling of knowing you can do something better and make a difference. And if you work hard at it, you can actually achieve it. And there's nothing like it in the world. I mean, you cannot beat it. So if you're willing to work hard and really put the time in and the energy in, it's it's you just you have to give it a try. You have to see if you have what it takes to do it. And if you don't, it's okay. Because you might just be the secret sauce for someone else's small business that they're about to start. You might be a great wingman for them. Right. But um, there's so many positives. There's so many opportunities. And it's not what you think it is. It's not what people, it's not, I get to spend more time with the grandchildren or I get to take Tuesday off if I want to. It's not about that. It's, it's about going to bed at night and thinking you want to do something different the next day and getting up and just doing it fantastic opportunity well and i'm so glad you brought that up it's not just what you would think sure a business done right is profitable and there's financial potential right i mean that's i think most people see that and that's certainly the reason for to to do it you don't want to do a business to lose money certainly but you see a lot of things like you're talking about stephanie I wake up and what I do, I feel like I'm making a contribution to my community. What we're doing right here, this is a part of trying to make a contribution to our community to highlight local businesses. Um, I've seen scenarios where somebody feels really relevant now. They might have left a, a career and now, hey, this thing I'm doing, this business, I'm still relevant. I'm not just this person that used to be this. Right? Uh, relationships. Relationships are connected. So there's so many things, financial and non-financial uh, that I see is just amazing things that a business for some people can be the ticket. It, it makes you realize what you're capable of, too. I mean, you have to, if you're an introvert, you got to change a little bit. If you don't like going to networking meetings, you have to change. And it makes you really get outside your comfort zone because you have to do that to accomplish what you want to accomplish. It, it, it changes you and it for the better. So I, I, I applaud anybody who takes that step, whether they should be or not. Because it's it's a it's a risky step to take, but the rewards are, are there, no question. Well, and, and even beyond, as we go even further in, there, there's revenue in the in the community. Right. Um, there's there's jobs created in the community. I mean, they're, they're, the benefits just keep keep adding back. And what we found, Stephanie, is that in doing this show for over a year now, the amount of contribution to our nonprofits and organizations. It's a list. It's a long list of business owners in the community that yeah, you'll tremendous. find behind that. It, it's amazing the work they do. 
It's tremendous. Absolutely. The, and the impact you can make without even realizing it sometimes is unbelievable. And it's, it's, you know, there's good reasons for starting a business and there's not good reasons for starting a business. But when somebody comes to me and says, you know, I just, I've had enough. I know I can do this better. Right. That, those are great people. I love working with people like that. They have a, they have a, they have a real why. Yes. Uh, a deal. Well, let's talk about this. So, so we talked about the education. You're out there. You're a resource in our community. What are some things you have coming up? Well, right now we're, we've opened up all our webinars. We do weekly webinars to help with email marketing, social media marketing, just a 30,000-foot overview, 60 minutes of some help um, every Friday. We're doing those. Yeah. That's on our website. Um, we're offering all types of things. Right now I'm also working with SCORE and offered some volunteer time to mentor on the side, to moderate and also present workshops for SCORE, who's offering a deep discount on their webinars as well. So a lot of that, just to keep pushing the information out there. And, and for that person that's, hey, I've got this idea, or I'm in the midst of this, but I think to go the next step, I, want, I would like to know the resources. The website, what's the best way to plug in? Yeah, either go on the, my website. You'll, you'll see us there. There's a resource tab there as well for you. Uh, but otherwise, set up a 30-minute call with me. Mm -hmm. We do those complimentary just to kind of push in the right direction. You might not want to ever talk to us again, but we'll push in the right direction so you don't feel like you're spinning your wheels. Um, that's that's our, our goal, is to really just say, you know what, give, give SCORE a call or give the Small Business Development Center a call, and they might be able to help you with this where you don't have to go and pay somebody to do it. Give You'll walk away with the next step. Absolutely. And that website. Absolutely. Smallbizally.com. Smallbizally.com. I encourage you to plug in. And, and there's a lot of great things to learn about. She, the topics, uh, it's immense. Like we talked about, uh, Stephanie's plugged in with, with all areas of business and growing business and developing business. So this is the fun part for me. This is vision casting. Okay. So <laughs> where do we think or what do we see business and small biz ally in the next two, three years down the road? Where's it going? You know, I, this, what's interesting out there right now is watching everything evolve, right? Everything changes. You wake up the next day and you're not sure what's happening out there and what you need to do to, to be relevant still. So I, my goal really with Small Biz Ally always has been and more so now is to continue to develop these courses, to push them out to organizations that need them, that want to get to their, their folks and help them start a business or educate them and just continue to help people grow their businesses or, or not start a business or start a business and work through the right steps to do that. Uh, business in general, I'm fascinated watching the creative minds out there and what they're doing right now. It is just inspiring to me to see what some people are doing to stay in business and continue making money. It's, it's, it's interesting to watch. Okay, this is on the spot. Best piece of advice you've ever gotten that's helped you with business? <sighs> Think big but start small. Oh, I like it. I like it. That really encapsulates a lot of what we talked about today. And, and that's something recently, too. Uh, this is a conversation ongoing with the CPA is, hey, sometimes it's more profitable to be here with a couple of people team. And then you, you add that third piece or fourth piece and it's diminishing return. So sometimes you don't have to be massive worldwide. Hey, it's been a great conversation with Stephanie Sakinas, a small biz ally. Check out what she has going on at smallbizally.com. Dr. Bill, it's been a great show. Always fun to speak with Stephanie. And here's the thing about Stephanie. We could have her back pretty much monthly teaching a topic. I mean, she's got that much going on. She's a great resource. And one point I'd like to add about, we were talking about some of the 
advantages and the wonderful opportunities of being an um, entrepreneur. And one I would say is that your whole attitude about the clock and the calendar changes. In the old life, you might have been, thank God it's Friday. And now you might say, gosh, it's Friday already. Well, I got some more things I, I need to do and I'll be putting in some time tomorrow. It's very different when it's your own mission and your own cause. Very true. Well, you're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. We've been with Stephanie Sakinas, who is one of our small business allies right here in North Georgia. I'm Bo Henderson here with Bill Lampton. We'll see you next week, same time, same place, right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.